commence primary ignition. This is Star Wars. Look out! You may fire when ready. From the bright center of the galaxy to the unknown regions, I'm Grex Comeback, and you're listening to Core World News, your Star Wars newscast for in-depth coverage and analysis of all the latest stories from around the galaxy. Now for your new segment rundown for August 29th, 2019. Reading Raptor, Kyber Crystal Comics Corner. But first, our new segment, Lock Tinfoil to Attack Position. Now for Ben, Grant, and Adam to discuss. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exciting new segment going on here. Thank you very much, Grex, for doing that. And um, he's uh, he's just gone back to Gleon Psalm. Yeah, yeah, he's so good. Oh yeah, his people have already ushered him out the door. <laughs> yeah. He's gone. Um, he's he's vapor. Anyway. Um, so tinfoil is a thing that exists in the internet. You yep. love it. We love it. Um, and so we are embracing it and um, really getting on the funky hats to get a new perspective on some of the uh, recent facts that have come to light. Yeah. Um, Today's topic for locked tinfoil into attack positions is Dark Ray. Yes. We will be discussing Dark Ray now that we've sat with the the special look at the... Uh, the Rise of Skywalker, now that we sat with it for like a week or so, I think we've all digested it to a degree. Yeah, we've glimpsed the hive mind. Mm-hmm. We've looked into the dark soul of the internet and <laughs> looked for our answers and found, um, you know, a bunch of crazy people. Yeah, shocking. Um, but yeah, no, there's, you know, so there's this sort of weird internet consensus and then it's whatever anyone feels on their own. And there's think- a lot of, there's a lot of, there's prevailing themes. Yeah, I think a lot of people were thinking vision. I think that's the first a lot thing of dark were vision, right? vision. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's kind of where I settled into, I yep. think, in the past week. And I didn't start there, to be honest. Wasn't that your Occam's Razor description of what happened last week? A little bit. I honestly don't remember. But uh, my my new Occam's Razor is Dark Vision. It just it just yeah. feels like it's it feels like you're gonna have the cave. You're gonna have the same thing. I you know I I've had this kind of thought of we had her have a a bit of a quick vision in the Last Jedi, right of this continuing thing. We see her walking up, things she's seeing her parents, and and now the more I think of that, is she's probably just seeing the two sides of herself, right? The light mm. side and dark side. Mm. Which is interesting, right? Because in that scene, don't they become one at the end? How does that happen? Or does she in, just... Oh, yeah, in, in the, the Last Jedi, Jedi, it seems like, yeah, it, they uh, kind it's of kind of the under-the-skin effect where you see around up to hundreds and hundreds of her and this yeah. kind of drossed effect where it's just, you know, infinite. And... Um, and then I think they do converge at one at one point. At least right. she snaps out of it, right? Which kind of suggests, right? Because then she sees herself in the yeah. mirror, which kind of suggests, right? Maybe this is the thing where we get this, you know, balance. We see her being able to understand or accept both sides mm-hmm. of herself, which is the the draw to the dark side, but the need to be light. But do you think the vision with the shadow self should last two movies or just be in the center film, and then kind of the third movie deals with the physical and deals with what choices they make? Well, we've had. So that so at this point, what I would argue is if we didn't have what happened in The Force Awakens, where she had a vision in The Force Awakens, just leave it alone, but we've had a vision and a vision, we're probably going to have a third vision, okay. right? Like, it's the rule of threes a little bit, so that's kind of where I've gotten to as well. I really like that. It's like a prolonged vision where we can really deal with the spiritual journey with mm-hmm. the physical journey at the same time. It's kind of it's a good way to cheat it, right? Instead yeah. of having to have it all put outside and have a long discussion, you can just have progression through visions. It's interesting though, but I think it should change. It should like mm-hmm. not mutate, but it should become different things, right? So, if the first vision was mm. just sort of like 
whatever, just the force calling to her, just like out of the blue, force right. vision in a place that happened to have an old relic. And then this other one, which was a, a force filled space. Then yeah. Like, I'd love to see it be a third different. Me too. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, see, I want it to be real. Like, I think, and I think there's a, there's a contingent of fans that do want it to be real. Yeah. And just to see what it looks like to see her. Maybe she's forced down the dark path and maybe Luke guides her towards okay. defeating the Emperor or something like that. And maybe, like, maybe she has no choice. You know, that, that would be really interesting. I think someone just grappling with the dark side and if they're kind of forced into, it, in, into dealing with the dark threat, you know, one on one right away, I yeah. think that's kind of interesting. And I feel like if you just keep seeing your shadow self, you know, become that potential dark side yeah. version of you over and over again, it might not be as interesting as Agreed. maybe yeah. you just having being forced down that path and dealing with it. There's also, I'm, you know, I'm adjusting my tinfoil uh, dome right now, <laughs> X foils. <laughs> I'm adjusting my foils. Um, and I just, um, I was thinking about the end of Rebels. Mm. Um, we uh, get Palpatine interact with um, young Ezra. Ezra. And uh, I'm pretty sure he makes him see a vision too. He had like, didn't he like take a chamber with him and like construct a whole thing? Like, yeah. And, it's been a while, but I think that's yeah, right. yeah, I don't know. And so I'm thinking, I mean, I don't know what form Palps is going to take, but he has any number of trinkets and methods that could, um, yeah. that could, you know, make her see this side of herself. And another whole side of the, of the, uh, kind of speculation is that this is possibly a clone. This is like, this is another version, yeah. this is another Ray who's mm. a clone who's just the, the dark version, similar to like films like, you know, Logan or any kind of doppelganger yeah. thing you've seen of recent where. They have just come against, come up against their their shadow self, but in the physical, in the physical form. That's kind of an interesting. It's uh, interesting. I mean, we're dealing with the universe or a galaxy where cloning is a thing, right? right. Like right. it's it so, was mentioned in the first movie we ever saw. It was drawn out right. throughout the prequels, and it was even mentioned in Force Awakens. You can't naysay it, and um, yeah, it exists. It's just sort of like there's the snafu you need to get around with, like so you can clone Force, right? Uh, you know, Force. People like yeah. then, or people that have the force in them, if, if they, you could do that, you'd do it probably all the time. Yeah. And um, I, it just doesn't make a lot of sense for the story. Well, so. someone someone says it pays off perfectly the vision in The Last Jedi, where you see all the different versions of Rey, or yeah. I guess all mm-hmm. the same versions That's of true. Rey. And it looks like clones right oh, then and there. It's not, it's not that it doesn't a, make sense. It makes plenty right. of sense. Right. And that, that's another good example of yeah. why it makes sense. It's just it's just that one thing that's sort of tough mm-hmm. to get past. It is. I, and I just don't. I Personally, I don't find that super compelling. But... It's they my could, least favorite. Yeah, of the same here. I mean, they could do it in a way. Maybe I'll be on board, but I just not. Neither do I. But I do hope if they do do it, that Ray, the, the character we're following, is the natural born Ray. Yeah, and that she's not a clone, also searching for that identity, and and in that same basket as all the other clones. I right. want her to be, you know, the. Ray. It might not even be her vision. It might be a vision for um, Leia. Or, or Kylo. Kylo. Or yeah. Kylo. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was yeah. Because Ky- that's perfect for Kylo to, mm-hmm. to see her on the dark side as if he's going, he wishes to rule the galaxy, you know, yes. with yeah. her and, and by her side. Her, by her, by yeah. side, yeah. But um, we'll see. Yeah. I, I just think, I mean, I think preference wise out of those three, I would say it's real, it's a vision, and then it's clones. Like, I like the real thing. I think you could very mm-hmm. well do that. We talked a bit about this last week, right? You get your cake and eat it too. You get to mm. see someone do that and then yeah. be redeemed and not have. You know, again, we talked about it. You know, yes, Darth Vader's redeemed, but we saw him do a lot of horrible things. So it's like, how good is that? La- right. How good is that? Like last second mm-hmm. redemption versus someone who goes down that path, uses it to 
maybe destroy the emperor or something else so that's always kind of mm-hmm. it has stained her soul right, right. using evil for good it stains her soul but to the point where she can still be redeemed a little bit then maybe we get this self um exile that we've kind of that grant's talked a bit about right mm-hmm. like she understands that yes i did this and i sacrificed the cleanliness of my soul for the good of the of, of the galaxy but i because of that i can't be part of this galaxy any longer i have to take myself out of it yeah, that's super interesting. And uh, the Mortis arc plays to that to a degree mm-hmm. too. In the Clone Wars, it's kind of like you—you you, now that you've seen us, you know we're not going to be here all the time. It's kind of you've seen the deepest extent of the Force. Yeah. And it, just like you've learned all the knowledge of the Force, and you're—you're mm-hmm. you're, at that point, you're either going to be used for a weapon, or there's going to be the galaxy. You're not whatever you're going to do is going to change the fate of the galaxy. So right. you're, you're a very powerful player in the galaxy after that point. So yeah, I can see her taking herself out of the picture. Uh, I want to jump to the juicy bit. That played just before you see Dark Ray, which is mm. you, the, the sound design, which yeah. is you hear a lot of people are making a, um, a lot of people are making videos about this, like speculation videos. But um, so after the Emperor says the, your journey nears its end, we hear Vader's breathing, mm-hmm. that same kind of whirring noise that we heard before the vision in The Force Awakens, and then what sounds like mm-hmm. a woman's voice saying destroy. So yeah. Vader's breathing, like a, a woman uh, saying destroy. Right. Yeah. And there's like and, a high pitched like breathing too yeah. that sounds like some dark sister stuff, which I thought the first time I heard it, that's what this that word destroy was, just more of Me that. too. Yeah. It's sort of it's but there with when you listen to it, it's actually it's a different voice coming in. Mm-hmm. And you can hear the same the seam in the in the like sound design and you can hear the yeah. word it's just it's, one word, destroy. It's very prominent in a yeah. way I didn't Once realize. you hear it yeah. once, you're like, Oh, there yeah. it is. Um, I mean I know you have a lot of ideas there, but you know, hey, I mean, the, at the most base level, she's that's this is Dark Side Ray. We've heard mm-hmm. these voices whispering around her before. We heard it in the Last Jedi on yep. Acto. That's right. Yeah, and um, so it could just be like this sort of miasma of dark energy that's sort of like around her now. And it's, mm-hmm. it's cool that they would decorate her with sound design. Like it's mm-hmm. sort of like that's just part of her awakening into the Force. Is that like these voices sort of trail her? Yeah. I just I can't get past um like all the Jedi are within you. What is the exact quote? It's like a thousand generations of so Jedi, Jedi live, in, live within, within you, you, right? Yeah, that's right. right. Now. Like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. More or less it's like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um like what does that mean? I can't get over that. Like that's some I mean, is I that think, like I a think there's some of kind of ancient story device at play that we're not thinking of right now. I mean, Kylo's sure. saber is ancient. Why? No. Snoke's it was told to be ancient, was said to be ancient, or at least has mm. had seen the rise of the Empire and mm-hmm. you know, likely the Clone Wars. Uh, there's gotta be an ancient element to this all. And a thousand generations living you all. I feel like Ray might not be if she is a clone and they, we're dealing with Ray clones of any kind, uh, she might not be a clone of someone we've seen in in the in the saga films. She might be a clone of a more ancient character, mm. possibly characters related to some of the ideas and concepts explored in the EU. Oh, that's interesting. interesting. And yeah. she might be like a... Like a you know, so he literally made another... Like, you know, he, he did yeah, one thing with Anakin. Something that's even older was, than everyone. Yeah. A more powerful being. Yeah. yeah. Like he did it with Anakin, like the, Pal- the uh, Palpatine did exactly, there, Darcidious, yeah. but like this is another The one next level did. of that plan, which yeah. is maybe let's go harness the spirit of an ancient... Yeah. You know, wielder of the force was even more yeah. dangerous than huh. whatever prophesized chosen one was. Um, but uh, and then it could just be. And if 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 you've read the book of the Sith, you know that the Sith can't return as force ghosts. It's kind of they're kind of stuck in the physical realm. It's the price they pay mm-hmm. for for being a dark side uh, worshiper and whatnot. And um, this could just be an expanded version of Operation Cinder, where he's bringing back someone from ancient time 
who was a destroyer of worlds, just to destroy everything. Yeah. Yeah. And that would be fitting for me. And that'd be a great story yeah. route to take. But um so that could be inter- that could be an interesting route hmm. to think about. But Vader's breathing, I can't shake that. That then that just I'm just that theory probably plays to the woman's voice that I've heard a couple times in yeah. the films. Yeah. But Vader's breathing, I don't know why that's there. Right. Why it doesn't I mean make I have sense. my obviously there's the hashtag sure. Raider stuff that I've been harping about forever. <laughs> I mean obviously I don't, I can't wait, go did there. we mention hashtag Raider already? <laughs> but um <laughs> that would be a record. Vader's breathing. I mean, do you guys have any ideas why we hear that when it cuts from Palpatine's words to Ray? I think it kind of builds off of my first explanation, which is the first we hear that same breathing when when That's Luke right. is in the in the cave in the tree right and so like yeah it's if it's a vision mm. i think okay. i don't that know sense. that makes might, sense actually i think we might see the bifurcated force entities yeah. that are anakin skywalker and darth vader yeah i think there's two of them yeah because we know in recent published works luke's been talking with um with his father yeah like after the year so anakin was able to survive but we also know that kylo at least thinks he's been speaking with vader right which is a great mystery. So I think that might be the breathing. Yeah. Maybe it's Palpatine and it's Vader. Because well, we if, that- if Vader yeah. survived, that means that like they figured out how to exist in the afterlife um, in a way that no other Sith has been able to survive right. before. So maybe it's not. Maybe it's both um, Vader and Palpatine. Yeah. Yeah. And who knows what other dark magics would follow that. Right. I mean, we know from the prequels that his, you know, Palpatine's main goal was to live forever, right? right. And and I think it's going to be a bit of a monkey's paw situation, right, we get from him where he does live forever in his spirit form. That somehow he's figured out that sheet around not coming back, right? And using all that anger and hate. I mean, the fact that Darth Maul is allowed to, or able to keep himself alive at the bottom of a shaft just feeding off of anger, right? Right. And, and then find some spider legs. Uh, that I feel like, right, Palpatine, who's even more powerful on the dark side, could have, while falling down that shaft, why couldn't he have and, like put all of his rage and anger and hate into this into this ability to, yeah. I don't know, imbue the entirety of the Death Star with his right with his work? I still think, I honestly still think we're going to get a Haunted House movie I see in, in Act 2. If it goes That'd Haunted awesome. yeah. House uh, route, I... But you see that bandage on Ray's hand in the D twenty three special look. I always feel like maybe she got an injury on her hand or something like that. And if she yeah. is in the Death Star and it is haunted by Palpatine, if she maybe maybe cuts herself on like a holocron or something like that, and he's able to to I guess manipulate or influence her mm, after that point, right. that would be super interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, kind of infects her. Or yeah, yeah. Not like, like take her over, but like just yeah, yeah. That's yeah. interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so that quote I was trying, I was looking up at the it's it's right in the, the prelude of the Force Awakens novel by Alan Dean Foster, and it's it's first come first comes the day, then comes the night. After the darkness shines through the light, the difference they say is only made right by the resolving gray through f- refined Jedi sight. Hmm. And that that's just at the that's at the head of the novel before hmm. you even I, I think you even get the uh, yeah yeah the tech, the crawl that comes in after pretty that. significant quote. It's pretty significant, and the, the the by resolving gray. So if you're talking about seeing Anakin as bifurcated as both Anakin and yeah. Vader, that yeah. is the gray to me. That is almost like if he if he was redubbed or renamed the gray in this movie as the kind of thing that's between, 
that would be super interesting, especially if he's a mentor figure to anyone, any of these characters. That would be like fascinating. But, yeah, but I mean, the signs we've seen so far sound like he's going to be a bifurcated en- en- entity, you know? Right, mm-hmm. from the Force Awakens. Uh, the yeah, there the is Awakens like, he book. can't exist gray, and I, mm-hmm. I think that's important. Yeah. You're either one or the other, We're, but the, 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 I think the point is that like, you can be both. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen it in Luke. We've seen it in Mace Windu. Yep. Um, they, you know. Yeah. Anakin, obviously. Well, Anakin for most of his life before he turned. Yeah. He was very, he was very gray yeah. in a lot of ways, even when he was good, right? Like right. Even still... when he was good, he was like, what? I just killed some guy. He was a jerk. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go through some Ray origins and you guys say yes, no, please no. All right. <laughs> I like this. You like this? this All right. Cool. All right. Um, Ray is the sibling of Kylo Ren. Can either, I do? An, can I do? Can I have a fourth category, or, which is yeah. okay? Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so like it's, yes. Okay. Yeah. No. Please, please no. no. All right, I, yeah. Okay. Like I don't You're love okay it. I don't that? hate it. I'd be Sibling fine. reveal. Um, I'm actually shifting my window now. I'm trying to. I'm trying to actually imagine a real world where that exists. Mm. No. No. Okay. Yeah. Clone of Luke Skywalker. Tissue taken from the severed hand. <laughs> please no. I'll just go no on that. I'm not even a please no on that. I do like that. The only thing that got me away from a please no was taken from the severed hand. That's where it got me from please no to no. Which I'm partaking as well. Um, yeah, we're here. Yeah. Uh, I'll say okay. I'll say okay for that. I think that's okay. Uh, Ray is the clone of Leia. Okay. Please no. Okay. Just because there's not a clever way, like that's the only reason why I would rather. No, that's why the only difference. There's not a clever way that we know. No, you but, know he, but about Grace did not I provide do, me with the clever way, like the hand thing. I was like, well, that's kind of clever, yeah. right? And this is just yeah. they, they didn't get any more. And I'm just, I'm just systematically going through yeah. every every kind of thing I've thought of here. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna say a no, just because I don't they, they don't look close enough. You know, they don't look alike. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of anti-clone thing. Yeah, that's okay, kind of okay. where I'm at. Well, yeah, yeah. let me get through these clones. Real quick. Yeah, <laughs> uh, clone of Ben Solo. Okay. I'll do okay as well. Yeah. Please no. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, one please no. Um, Ray is the clone of Darth Vader. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I'll you, give it an okay. You're only going to, that's as far as you're going to get me with the clone stuff, is I'm never going to go past okay with that right now. Uh, I've made up my mind to hate clones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ray is the new chosen one. Uh, born to junk traders on Jakku. Yes. Sure, yeah. Okay. Uh, Ray is the... She nat- could have been, like, the only chosen one. You know, yeah, like, right. I'm wondering I like. if they're going to take us to be like, oh, yeah, the no, true it wasn't that guy, one. it was her. So the true right. chosen Let's one. Let's label a, that true chosen one. Yes. Yeah. A prophecy misread. Right. Right. A true chosen one. Perhaps. Yeah. We're all It'd yes It'd be tough that. to sell that with the, the crowds, but, you know, who cares? Yeah. They just make a good Well, the next is natural born reincarnation of Darth of the spirit of the chosen one which was Darth Vader in the previous life when you say natural born no so no you mean just like naturally no, no, no none of the emperors it's, it's like just naturally experience. reincarnation for the first time that we've ever seen yes okay. it would be the first reincarnation you've heard of or seen in Star Wars okay okay I, I'd be, oh, I mean, I'd be, okay. I'd be pretty cool with that yeah I would go okay on that one yeah I'll do yes yeah no, no <laughs> blank uh yeah <laughs> Uh, natural born reincarnation of Obi-Wan Kenobi just for the fun of it uh, okay yeah sure yeah okay why not anybody? I, was, I was I was dancing between yes and okay on that one 
I would love her to have uh, Kenobi associated. Wait, so you guys are more more for that than Vader? No, uh, same. Yeah, oh, same, same for same. both. Okay, same I'm weirdly both. slightly more okay with the Obi Wan for some reason. Okay, great. I don't know why, but uh, yeah. but I'm okay with both because he was a gentleman and a sir. I I am a <laughs> yes, he's a sir. Yeah. Oh, sir, I guess. Yeah, I'm a yes for that as well. Yeah. So I'm a yes for both the, mm-hmm. the kind of reincarnation routes. Although I do like True Chosen one. I think that's my favorite route that they yeah. have to go. Especially, yeah, it's definitely my favorite. Great. Yeah. Um, cool. We did a lot of origins there, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> All right, we uh, had a new book come out a couple days ago. It was uh, Black Spire by Delilah S. Dawson. Yes. Um, I have not gotten the chance to read it yet. I, I'm picking up my copy today. Yeah. So I will have it, and I'll have it read in two weeks when we do our breakdown of the book. Yeah, I pre-ordered it. It's on my Kindle there somewhere. I just haven't cracked it open yet. Um, but Grant, you brought something to our attention today, which I did not know. I just, you know, it's called Black Spire, whatever Black Spire, that's the name of the mm-hmm. Galaxy's Edge place. And I thought I, I like read the preview, you know, they always, Kindle's good about being like, oh, a book you might like. Yeah. And, um, this was there, but I don't even remember what Grant told me. Grant, why don't you Oh, right. Break well, the news I think old. Adam brought this up first, that this is, uh, oh, Delilah yeah. Dawson wrote Phasma. I think you've yeah. read Phasma, you've read yeah. Phasma. Yeah. And uh, so this is somewhat, to a degree, this is a sequel. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it, I was shocked by that because I, I, when I, I recognized the name, and when I opened it up, I saw that she had written Phasma. And I'm like, oh, I like Phasma quite a bit. I know Grant really or Ben really loved. I love Phasma. Phasma. It's a top five for me. Yeah, and I really liked it as well. And so I thought, well, that's cool. I like her. I'm sure I'll enjoy this. And then within the first couple pages, they start referencing things, and I'm like. This sounds very familiar. <laughs> These names sound familiar. Yeah, and it is the it's the Resistance spy from Phasma. It's it's her name Vi, is V Vi or V V Morati. Yeah, V Morati. I yeah. think, uh, and uh, Cardinal. Right. Um, and so it's their continuing adventures. Like this picks Are up. Are they calling him Cardinal in this bush? Or no, is it his re- he has it's a real his name. real name. She keeps internally calling him Cardinal. Cardinal. And it's really interesting because they are forced to go on a mission together. Remember from Phasma, Cardinal's the one who tortured her. Yeah. And Yeah, but she, it was a good buddy cop. Actually, yeah, they, they grew she closer to the She kind of turning He him. was interrogating V. Marathi. Yes. yes. Phasma. Correct. And on the down She thing. ends up turning him, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. And so it's a lot of them kind of working together to set up a resistance outpost. Yeah. Because... This takes place directly after The Last Jedi. In fact, the first... I've, I'm about 50 pages in. It starts out with right before the um, the um, the uh, Hosnian Prime catastrophe, I think is how they're referring Perfect. to it yeah. as in this oh, book. Right. And then so I'm like, well, if it takes place... If, if it starts right before and then it jumps forward, it must be after Last Jedi. And it is. It's kind of them yeah. re- regathering oh. their forces and looking for places to kind of hold up and build their forces back up. And one of the places they, they send... She goes out to is is to go to Black Spire outpost. So they're Black Spire current day um, with the parks then. They're also, they're also the butting exact... up against the comics. I think Galaxy's Edge 5 is also about... Yeah. Just around the time at the end of the Last Jedi, when it's yeah. the First Order is about to retake the galaxy so, in a major way, or something I like that. I really think this is a companion piece yeah. to the park, and it reads like it. At times, mm. it can be. I mean, again, I'm only fifty pages. At times, it's a little frustratingly yeah. that, but but you can tell that 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 uh, Dawson had a bit of a mandate to be like, you have to talk about 
the the droid shop. You have to talk about the animal shop. You have to yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, Doc Ondor. Yeah. You got to talk about this. She's really good at writing, so that her descriptions are really, really actually oh, fun. makes me want to go even more. But I have a feeling that some of these characters are probably walking around the park while you're there. Wow. I'm guessing Vi is probably a person you may run into. This might be the most rewarding oh, book wow. to read then yeah. uh, if you're going to visit the park. I've already learned they're all gonna be there. how to... This is actually... I'm going to... When I go to the park eventually, I might reread this book, or at least I'm actually thinking about taking notes because... You play in when you're there, and I'm thinking about they actually teach you the language, the response back and forth to use when people say like "bright suns" is how they is how they right. say hello, basically. Mm. So they kind of teach you the lingo, and from what I've seen online, like you're basically are being courted while you're there from the resistance and from the first order, wow. and you kind of as a as a playing along, if you want to play along, have to make a decision where your loyalties lie. That's through, that's through the phone app, I believe. Right? Yeah, through yeah. your phone app. And so, but the, all the actors or all the players or all the cast members, that's cast what members. Disney calls them, cast members, yeah. kind of know this about you. Huh. And so it's really interesting. So it's it's a fun story and she's such a great writer that I'm really enjoying it, but it's also a bit of a kind of a, a, a behind the scenes or kind of a, a guide mm. to how to deal with that. And I, it'll be interesting to see all the kind of the hidden things in this. That's great. Yeah, I'm stoked. I can't believe they buried the fact that it was like a, a, a sequel, sequel to Phasma. Yeah. Because yeah. I know there have been, it looked like they, at the end of Phasma, it was like set up for one. Yeah. Seems like and a light, were, light, like sequel light. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. But like a lot of references to Phasma. Yeah. If you hadn't read Phasma, like she refers to the mission to Pars, Parsima, whatever that planet yeah. is. Quite a bit. Parsonon, yeah. Parsonon, thank you. So it's just like one of those things where I'm reading going, like, there's a lot of like references yeah, it's, I mean, they because you get really endeared to these two characters. Mm-hmm. Actually, like, three quarters of the book is their conversation, mm-hmm. sort of just telling stories back and forth. Yeah. Um, which is great. And so, yeah, I mean, they were two characters you I really wanted to know more about. And a lot of people online I saw were in that yeah. um, same book. But I know she's had a lot of uh, a lot of experience in the galaxy, right? So, yeah. Grant, where's some of right, the other yeah. stuff so, she's worked on? Yeah, and if you don't know Delilah Dawson's uh, previous books before this, uh, here's a rundown of them. Uh, we have the, the Perfect Weapon, which is a short story with Bazine Natal, which is a mm-hmm. lead up to The Force Awakens. It's a really fun read. I love one. that read. Yeah. That was great. Um, she also wrote a short story in this the Certain Point of View book, which was The Secrets of Long Snoot. Long Snoot. Hilarious. Yeah. You got the audio book. Really, the really audio book. Really really yeah, it's so good. Oh, uh, really? What What's going on in the audio book? Just really interesting voice actor. The voice, yeah. Yeah, voices oh, really? are really fun. Uh, it, was, it was very memorable, and there was a lot that happened in a very short amount of time in that book. Um, a lot of stories happen, and yeah. but that one stood out from yeah. the rest. Yeah, kind of really, really fun, like filler pieces that take place at the end and before the start of scenes that you know from yeah. the yeah. original trilogy. Yeah, like that really, really fun book. Um, so good. She also wrote some stories in Star Wars, the Star Wars Adventure comic series, uh, like hmm. Rose Knows, Raiders of the Lost Gundark. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure there's more. Uh, I, I feel like I could list them. But um, really, really fun comics. Those are they're they're kind of geared towards kids, but they're yeah. they're exciting. They're fun. They're adventures in the Star Wars galaxy. What more could you ask for? Um, she's got a new comic out called Star Pig, hmm. and uh, it's really cool. It's got a tardigrade in it. Nice a giant tardigrade. That's fun. nice. Uh, a girl kind of are traveling the galaxy. Right. It's really cool. So I, I'm gonna pick those up as well. But um, yeah, Black Spire will be reviewing this book in two weeks. I think. Right? Yeah. 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 Great. Cool. Yeah. Can't wait. Um, I'm shocked with how much I'm enjoying it because I thought it'd be more of a, I have to read this for the podcast yeah. and it's more like I'd want to read this regardless. I, I've loved the Doc Ondar comic too. Like yeah. That, that was such a, 
like it turned into a really great opportunity to tell some really interesting stories. Yeah. And um, I don't know. So, well, I'm interested to see what this is, even if it ends up being just a story that'll help us get maybe a little more interesting outcomes out of our visit to the, the park. Yes. That is value. That's yeah. pretty cool. Which related news, the Florida park just opened, I think yesterday. Oh, did it? Yeah. Okay. Very yeah. cool. And cool. apparently huge lines. Apparently that the, yeah. I, I don't know if everyone who was not going to the California decided they would They'd wait go to go to the East Coast yeah. one. And apparently it's, it's been, a, it's been like five hour lines and stuff to get into things. So makes sense. Disney okay. World's always been like that for, you know, every time I've gone, it's been lines galore, yeah. but I hear Monday is the secret trick uh, yes. from, for both parks. Yeah. Actually, oh, okay. There are apps you can download that, that know based on about, 20 years of data about like literally they'll tell you which days to go to which park and it's okay. it, it's good to download there's a lot of tricks cool. uh yeah get in touch with me P- dm me on uh instagram <laughs> if you want some uh disney park tricks it's kind of my fifth love i could probably i'm like trying to figure out yeah. where in the list but like disney parks are like or, or theme parks are my fifth love and i love figuring out how to hack them like how to get to the best that's a thing superpower yeah. there man yeah. that's pretty great one free tip i do this one a lot when you go into disney whether world or land and you go to the Magic Kingdom, um, you go uh, count. You go clockwise. So if you go into the park, yeah. you take a left. Everyone takes rights. So you oh, take okay. a left, and you, you, you ah. go the opposite direction. You get a little screwed when you hit the Fantasyland because yeah. then you meet everyone yeah, at the yeah. same time. But uh, you heard it here first, yeah. folks. Go left. Yeah. Go left. Don't go, go left. to the dark side. Yeah. Um, cool. So pick up Black Spire. Came out this week, Tuesday. Yeah. Um, and should be in bookstores on shelves near you. Come to Crystal Comics Corner! Great. We're, uh, we have a couple of weeks of comics to talk about, and uh, that equals five comics, because they released three uh, this week, which was quite a bit. But let's start with last week. Uh, let's talk about Dr. Afra number 35, which is uh, the Unspeakable Rebel Superweapon Part 4, uh, brought to you by Spurrier, Bracado, Deering, Hana, Ahalaran, Karamanga, and Whittier. Um, here's my short write-up. All right. uh, in an attempt to save her life and clear her debts, Dr. Afra brings the Far Killer, an ancient Jedi weapon, basically a gun that shoots lightsabers, straight to the Empire. Uh, this leads her into the clutches of the of Minister uh, Pinata Vor, uh, chair of the Coalition for Progress, the Imperial Propaganda and Misinformation, uh, and her scheme to overthrow the Emperor. Yep, that's exactly right. And that was a very surprising yes. end of that comic. Yes. Yeah. Big twist. Where, yeah. Yeah. Um, I wonder if it'll work. <laughs> we kind of called this feeling about this. <laughs> if yeah. you listen to previous episodes, we did kind of call this right away. Yeah. We were like, someone's yeah. going to, this is, if, it, you're, if you're going to bring an ancient right. sniper rifle yeah. into play. Yeah. Who is like the who is the most dramatic character to go assassinate? It's yeah. the Emperor of yeah. the Galaxy. I mean, it was just like it's kind of the but, classic. And of course, it'd be her his Minister of Propaganda. Of course, that would be like, you right. know what? I got this great idea. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she will kill him, and things will be better yeah. after yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. I love that Spurrier just because I remember the other thing that happened was like we thought, or I thought, you know, most of these are six issues long, these arcs, and I thought, well, you know, it'll take a while for her to steal the weapon and get it there, and then, like, she steals it at issue one, gets it to the Rebels issue two, which is, like, what's happening? And it's just her getting deeper, her just trying to get out of it and keep getting deeper and deeper into it with every issue, which is kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. there's a beautiful chemistry explored with uh, Tam Posla in this issue. Yeah. Um, yeah, More Tam Posla? Yeah. Oh no no, uh, not Sam Posla. Oh, um, what's her name? Uh, what is her name? Oh oh um, oh, the commander, captain. Yeah, sir, as uh, Doctor Afra always calls her. 
Uh, it is uh, Ma- uh, Magna Tolvan. Mag- Magna Tolvan. Sorry. Magna Tolvan, right. or Sir. Um, yeah, so it starts out with her kind of, who's now flipped to, was a uh, was an Imperial, now flipped to being a rebel. Yeah. Um, and still unquestioningly still following st- orders. <laughs> right. Um, and so it leads to their kind of confrontation and this kind of amazing reuse of the Han Leia uh, line from Empire. And instead of I love you, I know, it's I love you, I know, I hate you, I know. Which right. is kind of amazing. There is a nice twist in that. Yeah. There is some good dialogue. Yeah. Um, and then is this is this the one where she presents the far killer, but she's with uh, Chrysanthemum, and he's kind of dressed up as a, like a baron or something later in this issue? Or is yeah, that, is that he's, the issue well, he's definitely. I don't know if he's dressed up as a baron, but he's definitely there, and, and they don't search him. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. to quote to quote Doctor Afra, they never search the Wookiee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So cool when she does uh, present the far killer to the Empire, and she kind of uh, fires out this this hologram message to everyone. On yeah, the feed and uh, and Vader actually keys yeah. into this 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 message. Yeah, and, uh, he looks a bit steamed, yeah. right? But gets but apparently the uh, the minister of of propaganda is able to shut that down. Yeah, he, he cuts into first. the into that uh, feed and shuts down Vader. Yeah, so pretty cool. I cannot yeah. wait to see what happens in the next issue. Doctor Aphra just gets better and better and better. It's like yeah. it's one of those comics that just keeps. You know, one up against self. Incredible. I love and yeah. Sorry, I just I love that they're dancing on razor wire when they when they go back into the fray with Vader. It always helps yep. the yeah. You know how much you're worried about her day to day activities. And Vader's just done with her, right? Because oh, his yeah. order is just don't yeah, let her yeah. speak, kill her, just, just kill, kill her, her immediately. immediately. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a lot of fun, and it's it's fun watching how this character's evolved and now becoming a really integral part of the galactic politics right like she went to this kind of on the outskirts kind of working um kind of under wraps with vader and now is is sending out messages to the entire imperial fleet so it's interesting it's gonna be interesting where they go with this character and speaking of dr afra we have more dr afra yeah next comic yeah galaxy's edge number five a double-edged sword (laughs) i see what they did there yeah by Sachs, Sliney, Sanchez Aramara, uh, Lanham, and Edwards. Uh, and here's the recap. So as the First Order arrives on Batu to lock down Black Spire Outpost and root out the Resistance, the Kendo clan throws everything in arm's reach, literally, to escape the Red Fury Stormtroopers, Doc Onder's Den of Antiquities, and the Spaceport with their skins. Dun-dun-dun! Yes. Uh, my favorite part of this is 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 them throwing all of the uh, things that we've seen in the past four episodes at the stormtroopers, including <laughs> the baby um, Sarlacc. Oh, Sarlacc. baby Sarlacc. <laughs> yes, who That's takes a mean down projectile? Yeah. Who takes down a stormtrooper immediately? Just slaughters a stormtrooper. Yeah. it's a lot of fun. And we get a quick glimpse. It sounds fun. It does. It sounds fun. It's for yeah. the kids. Yeah, yeah. And we get a, a quick glimpse of um, Kylo Ren. That's right. We do. Who has the facial scar? Which means it takes place sometime after Force Awakens. Yeah, the interesting thing about this whole Black Spire experience is mm-hmm. that it happens right now. Like, yeah, and they're gonna keep reusing this day over and over. Maybe they'll change the day eventually, but it's yeah. Groundhog's Day there. We know that, and this is the time period is like the time period right now. It's a time between. It's almost like we're in real time between um, Episode Eight and Episode Nine. I yeah, I thought about that. Yeah, yeah. But it's true. It's like things are occurring every yep. day. Because if, especially if it's a year later, that's an interesting time jump because it's a real time jump. It is. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah. So that's where we are right now. And um, 
Yeah. And so when cool. Kendo does pull out that lightsaber, is that Kiati Mundi's lightsaber? I from, believe so, yeah. From Can you see that in the second issue, issue, I think? Number two, That yeah. is very cool. Can I see the hilt? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me inspect that hill. Yeah, yeah well, I, I will let you know if that is key Adam Mundy's lightsaber. That is clearly not. Huh. Is it no. not? No. All sorry. right. When she does no, like, it's, um, destroy he the Sarlacc. Ca- he has a more mechanical ending. <laughs> when she does destroy the, the Sarlacc case, I guess. Yeah, like, she breaks open the case. Yeah. Uh, like, she also like cuts a dude's hand. Like, cuts... Like one stormtrooper's hands off. Yeah. Like clean off. Yeah. <laughs> like we don't, we just brush past that panel. That, we there's see like it. four pages of just pure <laughs> chaos in yeah. Doc Ondors, and yeah. it's so much fun. That's a generic lightsaber hill. All right. It's like half um, Mace Windu's and half like a poor man's um, Luke Skywalker mm. um, slash Obi Wan. I thought it was kind of ridiculous that a Claudite was impersonating, yeah, yeah. Claudite. impersonating another Claudite at the <laughs> yeah. very end. I yeah. was like, really? That's kind of the thing you're going to leave us with is that you use the shapeshifter to be another shapeshifter. shapeshifter yeah. You definitely, have to, great. you definitely have to take your time yeah. with this issue. There's a lot going on. Um, and then kind of at the very end, we're just left with a beautiful uh, full-page spread of Black Spire Outposts and yeah. kind of what to oh. expect. It's, 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 uh, the comic rendering. I bet yes. that's exactly what the view looks like when you walk through that like, grand entrance. Yes, yeah, I bet. And it's the end. Question so should mark. we talk about this ancient Sith sword for a second? Sure. Sure. Do we think if they are going to go back in time with uh, possibly Benioff and Weiss, uh, if we're going to get some Old Republic stuff, do you think we'll see these these types of swords over the, the vibroblaze and things like that we've seen in the games? I think if I was Benioff and Weiss, I'd say no, because then you're going to be very shoehorned. People are going to be like, really? It's kind of swords a Swords again, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like they're yeah. going to still have lightsabers. Uh, unless it is a story about the advent of lightsabers. Yeah. Genius. Yeah, which Genius. would be I would watch awesome. That. I'd yeah. totally be on board for that. That'd be incredible. Yeah. Like yeah. a technological journey. I would love it's that. actually mm-hmm. like mythological. And yeah. get it. But like from first person point of view, it'd be pretty cool. One faction gets them first. Yeah. And else adopts. That'd be interesting. Yeah. That'd be um, really cool. Right. Yeah. Because it should be happening simultaneously between Sith and Greek Jedi. You would yeah. think, I guess this is kind of a side note. It's chicken or the egg argument, but I got to figure this. The Jedi have the lightsabers first. What do you think? Yeah, I do too. Right, because the the Sith had to then learn how to make them "quote unquote" bleed. Right, like it yeah. seems like that would right. definitely they, not come they understood the Kyber. The, yeah. Well, the Jedi predate the Sith, right? Yeah. At first, so. there was only Jedi, and then there was like right. the Sith, which yeah. is this corrupted thing. In most of the Legends material, that's right. And yeah. there's a lot of iconography around sort of the White Knight with the gleaming sword. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah. Nice. So I, I don't know. That's that's always what I think. That's but, what me yeah. too. Uh, I, I can't really point came to came from. I thought I read a comic place. a long time ago. The guy who just makes a lightsaber. He's like the first Jedi. Mm. Well, I would, no, the, to, I would love to revisit that. So it's over there. The Jedi path. Um, they talk about it briefly. Right. It's like in a paragraph. Okay, okay. And I think that's what they say is that the Jedi had it first, and it was a thing. But it's it's really cursory. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, it's. Uh, Fertile ground for storytelling. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sure. uh, any other thoughts about uh, Galaxy's Edge? Why don't we move on? It was a, that is the final issue in the series. That is. Though it said the end question mark, which I like that oh, question mark. Right. So yeah. I hope we get a little more with this. this yeah, I could, I'd, I'd read more of these. Yeah. these Galaxy's Definitely. Edge Volume 2. That'd be, I'm, I'm on board. We'll, right. see, we'll see what happens. All right. So let's talk about this week. We had three comics. The first, uh, TIE Fighter number five, also the last in the series. Oh. Uh, the Shadow Falls Part 5 by Hauser, Antonio, uh, Gideon, Peranto, Sanchez Alamara, 
Karamanga, and Edwards. Uh, this is a real quick one. Uh, with two new green members, Shadowing discovers the power of teamwork and ends up slaughtering a ton of rebels. But all for naught. Dun, dun, dun. I love it. Yeah, yeah that, that perfectly surmises yeah. this. I mean, this is a brutal, brutal comic. It's work. great. Yeah. It's really good. Like, I feel like I feel like that that I, I I hope that didn't come across as snarky that summary, but it's just such a rip roaring issue where I was just like flipping through. I read through yeah. it so fast, I had to read through it again because there's so much action. Hauser does such a good job of of spelling that out. Yeah, I think she. I love that she emphasizes the the lethality of this yeah. the shadowing. I think that yeah. they are yeah. game changers in the galaxy. And the end of this issue just raises so many questions of what role they're going to play. Yeah, after you yep. know who is out of the picture. Yeah, it's right. really really fun. Uh, yeah. Great read. Uh, we, won't, we won't totally reveal nope. the ending, but uh, pick up this issue because uh, you'll 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 learn exactly where they are in the. The timeline of the galaxy. Yes, it's, uh, it's yeah, really which was a exciting. bit of a question. I remember when we first started yeah. talking about, it, we we're trying to figure out when does this take place, right? We knew it was during the during the uh, Civil War, but we didn't know quite when. And this kind of tells you exactly when. But I just, I she does such a good job because I'm sitting there like, like really getting exciting as they're blasting apart spaceships, and that's when I kind of wrote that line of like, wait, I'm cheering that they're destroying. I felt like a pit in my stomach when they were destroying X-Wings. I felt like a really kind of dark yeah. feeling. I was like, yeah. whoa, they are just taking out X-Wing Same. after yeah. X-Wing after yeah, yeah, yeah. X-Wing. We're usually, when we're watching these films, we're from right. the point of view of the re- rebels and it's... Right. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, a lot of weight to this issue. Yeah. Um, I even the, felt the same way when I was like reading Treason, uh, the mm-hmm. Thrawn book because it was just like, I was like rooting for the Empire right. with all my mind. Yeah, same here. It's really, it's odd. Perverse feeling, yeah. But they they both you know both Zahn and, and Hauser do a good job of, of giving these characters you know you kind of understand and follow their reasoning in some ways. Yeah, I love the end of it. I felt it had like a yeah. very Coen Brothers ending, where it's yes. like target practice. And yeah, there's hitting the bullseye every time. Where mm-hmm. where do these people uh, go after war? After the war right. has ended, where do yeah. these people go? You know, oh, wow. really fascinating. Yeah, really cool. All right, uh, and this week we're treated to which I didn't was going to happen to Age of uh, Resistance comics. Two Age yeah. of yeah. Resistance. They must be comics. like trying to time out a certain episode for a certain something's going distance yeah. from uh, uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, and so we were treated to both uh, General Hux and, and Poe Dameron. Let's start with the General Hux. That's what I have on my list. Right. Old Huxy uh, Huxy Hux and Marooned by Taylor Kirk, Hamshire, Guru EFX, Lanham, and Noto. Sounds like he had a super great childhood. Uh, yeah, right? So, General Hux and Kylo Ren are marooned on an unnamed planet after an act of sabotage blasts their ship out of hyperspace. Uh, after using his cunning to call for help, we learn that Armitage is a man who likes his revenge served cold. <laughs> I like that. I had, I had when Kylo Ren and Hux crash land on a mysterious jungle planet, a survivalist from Alderaan comes to their rescue only to learn Hux's true nature. Yes, that's also <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I like that. We got our cake in here too because I was, I was, I, I love the Alderaanian, yeah, like yeah. that part in the middle, but I was just like, do I include that? And does it go too long? But I like yours quite a bit. Yeah, it's uh, that poor, poor man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it makes you feel, I felt bad for old Armitage. Yeah. As we were in so the first. His name's not quarter. Bale, but it's similar to Bale. It's like Barisma or Barisma? Something. Barismal yeah. or something yeah. like that. It's but interesting. He's just been sitting on his planet since his planet, sitting on his planet since his planet was destroyed. Finally meets someone who convinces him and then just ends up getting yeah. basically we assume probably that planet gets destroyed by star killer base while he's sitting on it <laughs> yeah he's like yeah, remind dark. me to destroy that planet <laughs> yeah Bilsma that's his Bilsma. name Bilsma. Bilsma yeah from Alderaan 
never forget, people. Never forget. Right. Never forget <laughs> Alderaan. Yeah. A tough uh, outcome with this issue. Taylor does such a good job of of giving Hux like like if this feels like Hux, right? Yeah. Like, like, oh, the the beginning. Yeah. Oh, the very beginning of this comic, Oof. folks. Everyone should pick up this comic just for the beginning of this comic, where Hux is made to do something that's just egregious and horrible and yeah. he remembers it forever yeah and, uh, by his father yeah like like it's it's bad. yeah yeah like super nice childhood that's gonna really make him a well-adjusted human right like we get a line in the in the very end when they have that little like write-up by um bria uh <laughs> who basically says that you know um you know it's not really just that you can't justify him blowing up a planet but did he really have any other possible outcome based on his childhood right yeah he was not going to become a hero based on how he was raised yeah this is the, the i mean this is a product of conditioning this is yeah. nurture this is the, yeah. The, the, yeah the lack of should i say lack of nurture <laughs> yeah and, totally uh, yeah and he's the, he's the result and he's just a living example of that in on screen so it's, it's a wonderful yeah can we sidestep for a second here because yeah. we haven't said anything about hux no um and uh as far as like well, the implications nine. for yeah. episode nine I mean, we've mentioned certain things. I know, like, basically, it's just like he seems like an also-ran. He just got, like, pushed well, to the side by Kylo yeah. so, um, yeah. for Supreme Leader, but he's still there. And, I mean, one of Snoke's last lessons to Kylo is that a something of disobedient oh, cur. You like, need a rabid cur. A rabid yeah. cur. And, um, like, he he's clearly has his thing. And, I mean, they showed, they, they echoed that, really, with this comic where... Yeah. He ends up really saving Kylo um, with his own by his own means. Yeah, I mean, let me read the last thing by Lavorgna, which I think really points out to possibly where it could go. Right, so it yeah. says uh, after the destruction of Star Killer Base, uh, Star Killer Base, Hux was repeatedly knocked down, literally, and kicked metaphorically. Uh, it is a situation that makes him more dangerous than any of his enemies within the First Order could possibly imagine. When the day finally comes that he's pushed too far, it won't just be the resistance in the line of fire. So. Sure. It's an interesting way to end that thing, right? Because that seems to suggest that eventually he's going to possibly raise a coup, right? Like, it talks about in this issue, like, like yeah. when Kylo's talking to Snoke saying, you know he wants to kill you, right? And take over the entire First Order. Like, he has grandiose plans. So he might just be playing that kind of hurt dog at the end, waiting to, for his moment to try to take over the First Order from Kylo. That's an interesting interpretation. I, I read some random like concept that actually resonated with mm -hmm. me where he actually defects the rebellion or to the resistance. Yeah. And so that Could was be. the lens I was looking through yeah. when I read that. So I was thinking like, oh no, like he might actually try and be fighting against the right. first order. Well, it's actually similar to what they do with Cardinal in Black in the Black Spire series, yeah. and maybe a little bit with um, the character from Doctor Afra, her girlfriend. Of like, I don't really, I'm not really pro the resistance, but I really hate what the first order did to me, and I will do anything I can to get my revenge. And if that's just switching sides and loyalties just to see Kylo destroyed, so yeah. be it. So right? Be it. Yeah. Yeah, I I can only imagine that Kylo's gonna, you know, keep beating on Hux in this next film. I like, think he's, he's gonna, gonna die very early in for, for Kylo. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Yeah. Kylo doesn't have really. You to... think that's just gonna be it? I mean, haven't they told that think, story that... twice? Well, that's not true. He was actually well, pretty strong Ky character in Force yeah. Awakens, and then he was a whipping. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting. We did see Kylo taking his anger on Hux in The Last Jedi. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, <laughs> I can't imagine that behavior has ceased, especially now that he's yeah. more angry. Right. Right. Um, I think. I think Kylo. I think Hux it's is his the lackey rake. to Kylo, and I think if if there is if Palpatine is coming back in the picture. 
I think Hux gravitates the, ne- the you know the next power source, and I think he will go towards go to Palpatine's side and mm. side against Kylo if that right. happens. Yeah. But uh, but I I can't see He'll him living try. past the first act almost. I think if that yeah. if the if the new if Richard E. Grant is coming on the picture as as uh, uh, Allegiant General Pride, right? He might override all of them and, and take Hux out of the picture immediately. Like that yeah. that's kind of what I'm. Yeah, thinking. I feel like the the if if. Um, Darth Sidious exists. He'll take him out between like coffee breaks. Yeah, 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 yeah. like he would just like in disenchantedly just like destroy him and be like, "You annoy me," and like you yeah. have no value. And like, yeah, I'm kind of with you, Grant. I think I think Pride's introduction might be Hux's end. Hux's end. Like, <laughs> right. I think it might be him yeah. just executing Hux and walking and being like, "Nope, this yeah. is, I now run everything." This is how the Allegiant regime run yeah know, yeah organized uh, that would be great i mean he yeah. needs honestly he needs something interesting to happen to him yep and so i, I feel like him switching sides would be very exciting sure. but what you're saying would be exciting too if he's just like yeah. the poster boy for the new first order and he's like worm tongue right in lord of the yeah, rings yeah. like yeah. he's just not it's not gonna go well grima worm tongue yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a really great reference <laughs> thank you i like i like that reference a lot because it's my favorite it's the one Lord of the Rings you can always remember because it's just so what it is. Like yeah, it's like yeah. it's so on the nose of a character right. name. But he's like right. a Grima worm tongue with no real influence. Like I feel yes. like yeah. nobody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's bewitched nobody. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah, cellophane thin. You can yeah. just see right through him. Yeah, but he's inter- I mean, this is super interesting. I, I love that you brought this up, Ben, because I feel like the plot could totally hinge on Hux. Yeah, or yeah, he could die immediately. Right. Like right. I really feel like could go there's two yeah. different different directions that JJ could take. That's fascinating. Um, yeah, and in this comic, this comic gave me hope that actually he he would be a bigger he would take a play a bigger role in the story because he plays a huge role in this comic and Kylo's mm-hmm. incapacitated for a great deal of the comic. I love his character. I love yeah, yeah. Donald Gleason. I love the way he oh, plays yeah, yeah. him. I could listen. I could watch him all day on screen. Honestly, yeah. From going from my least favorite character from the Force Awakens, he was I. Was yeah. not big on Hawks. I just that that speech was my bathroom break in in the. Fifth, it was a cool speech. Five, it's his defining I, moment. I Look know. at the picture at the back of this it comic. It's that so speech overwrought and over the top. But what I'll say is, after seeing him in the Last Jedi, I now really enjoy that scene in Force Awakens yeah. because it's Dimen- yeah, it more dimensional. Right, like character. it's him. Yeah, yeah. It's him really just over the top doing it because he thinks he has to be that way to get respect right like he's just and they do a good job in that right up at the end of the comic Uh, of him just saying like he runs all the stormtroopers the stormtroopers respect him but most of the higher ups don't Don't. have any respect for him because of where he comes from he's a bastard child but it's so funny yeah yeah. but he does have to respect the troopers but not the admiralty and And not the officer class makes sense why he does a hitler speech yeah Yeah. I, I, i always liked that scene i thought it was just I like it now. I mean, the first bombastic. time I saw it, like all yeah. I saw was like Hitler, like in the Brandenburg Gates or yeah. whatever. Like just, I chuckled. Yeah, it. it, well, it, it, it was and I was like, okay, great. This is what it is. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. But then now it's yeah. different. It's like it's yeah. his own thing. Like, yep. Totally. This is. It's now that we've seen that speech moment. in uh, Resistance. Resistance. It's kind of interesting as well. I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, yeah, it's a, it's a big moment for the galaxy. Yeah. 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 And uh, Hux. I can't imagine he's going to play a bigger moment than that moment. So. No, that was his. Yeah, that was his. <laughs> that was quote unquote glory moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, like, that was his big moment in the in all three. I think. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Any other thoughts about uh, Hux? No, that was pretty great. Uh, do we have the name of this planet? I, don't, I mean, I don't there's know. we have another segment, uh, another little nugget of information coming in the next comic about Hux too. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Technically, uh, or tangentially. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about it. Uh, Age of Resistance, Poe Dameron in Fight or Flight by Taylor, uh, by Taylor uh, Rosanas, Guru EFX, Landham, and Noto. Uh, so your summary... It's a good we, squad right there. Yeah, I like that squad. Good, yeah. It's a good squad. Noto and, and Guru EFX and, and Taylor are kind of the, the holdover Landham, for all three. Yeah. Landham, yeah. Um, like the whole group. Totally. Uh, so we're treated to a story that takes place during Poe Dameron's stint in the New, New Republic's first uh, New Republic's defense fleet, I should say. Uh, while chasing after a ship flown by a droid thief, uh, Poe is schooled on how to fly via instincts while also learning a new threat is rising in the galaxy and a resistance is forming to meet it. Yeah. So very quick summary of that. Yeah, perfect. No, I mean, you covered all the bases there. Yeah, without, you know, giving away too much. But uh, we get to see Poe in, you know, as that new defense fleet. Yeah, you get I like mean, teenage sort of age, coming of age Poe. Yeah. Yeah, and these X-Wings are the T-85 X-Wings. They're like the newer... It's the newer versions. Yeah, yeah. they're sleek. Uh, the blue, but white, yellow. They even, they even look like a generation that like looks more modern. They're like the Ford Taurus. Of like, even like they, They're like yeah. a little bubbly and totally. weird, right? Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're a little... Yeah. little and they're like, kind of like soft edges. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. we yeah. They're Apple X-Wings. Right, they are. <laughs> yeah, they're the... the yeah. The original iMac or something yeah. version of X Wings, yeah. the but so the T eighty fives are what they're flying in um, Force Awakens though too, right? I think so. I think you're. But yeah. they look different. There's a design difference there. Like the colors, right? They're still blue. Well, just jumping from Tie Fighter to this, it's like we got the new X Wings, right? So they're, they, and the design looks just it's slightly different. It's like, yeah, they look cool. Um, and I love the uh, the helmets for the, the uh, mm. New Republic Defense Force. They're yeah, really cool. I like the uniforms. I like the blue yeah. and white. Yeah. It's handsome. Yeah. Last it's time we saw it was, I think, the pilot episode of, uh, yeah, of Resistance, right? He's flying in yeah. that in the first first issue, or first episode, I should say. It's really pretty cool that they tied back to that. It's it's There's a lot of cool backstory yeah. information if you watch Resistance. Yeah. I don't think we know exactly how Poe leaves the New Republic, but one thing I say for certain is that he probably stole BB-8. Like, BB-8 was with him back then, so I'm mm. guessing when he left to go to the Resistance, he took his droid with him. Yeah. That's fascinating. Um, and this is, a lot happens in this issue. This is kind of... Yeah, uh, a lot of ground. This yeah. is the first time Poe crosses paths with Holdo, I think we can say that. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, the, so the, the last panel's the whole thing is just like, yeah. who are... He's, he's getting schooled in flying as he's chasing this random ship, which looks like a miniature version of the like troop carrier ships it's mm. it's a pretty it's probably Carillion in design it's like a very yeah. workman style ship um and tough to get to understand the scale of but it's a triangular craft yeah it's a triangular craft it's like stealth bomberish but like sadder it looks like yeah the troop de- tro- troop deployment craft right that was um Taken by the uh, Ryloth people, the Twi'leks, and mm-hmm. um, and uh, the Rebels, and I think season three, season two. I think the ends in the season two is what right. I'm but this is like a much smaller version. It's a personal craft, and um, but it's very yeah. It's kind of sad and block like. It is, yeah, totally. Um, and and I think they did it kind of a I, I, the way I was reading it is that I mean you get the big reveal at the very end of who's yes. in there, and I think it's kind of like. That's the secret. Whose it is? And I had the assumption I was reading it that it was that it was Han and Leia. I thought the droid had just run away on its own. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that was, that was a, a funny that was thing. What but I thought it was. she kept she uh, Holdo kept referring to him as Flyboy, 
right? Which I guess uh, is all those line and a couple things. And then yeah, yeah. and there's a line that says, um, I wasn't expecting to actually be able to do it. I'm commanding one of the best pilots in the galaxy in here. So mm. I assumed we're talking about Han Solo, but I was so delighted that that we got uh, Holdo and, and Ben. Who else do we get? Who's, who's flying oh, that well, ship? Oh, it's about time. I remember, you probably remember from last uh, podcast that happened four <laughs> days ago. I mentioned if you want the best pilot in the galaxy, you go to Nine Nub and no further. Yep. <laughs> and we get confirmation that he's an amazing pilot. Not that we needed that confirmation, yeah. but it's put on paper. You in don't a comic. throw him a Death Star too, <laughs> right? Like in the Falcon, unless he's an ace. Yeah. So what was Lando doing that whole time in the Death the Death Star? Was he just? Well, he was Lando's actually pilot and um, nine right, his co-pilot. Yeah. I mean, that's just given a lot of. I think Lando's like, listen, I'll be your general, but this is my bird, and um, yeah. I need to pilot it. But they're like, okay, that's fine. But here's the best we've got to co-pilot for you. I have a new theory. I have a theory that his his stick actually wasn't on. He thought it was, and Nine Nub was flying the entire yeah. time. He's <laughs> like, yeah, keep your hands on there. Yeah, that was a close one. Good move, Lando. Yeah, good one. <laughs> but like, he was really yeah. flying the whole time. Yeah, that's what I'm going with because we never actually see Lando flying. Right, he flies the Millennium Falcon at the beginning mm-hmm, yeah. of Solo a little bit, but mm-hmm. he doesn't do any of the big tricks in Solo, right? It's mostly just yeah. uh, once he gets hurt and Han takes over. Right. I it's think, interesting. I it's a dual yoke system. It's very complicated <laughs> yeah. flying that thing. It's like, you know, like it's the little driver's head. You can kind of turn off the, the one side and have the... Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I hope we get them together again, Lando and Nine Nub. In I hope Rise we get another line to. out of Nine Nub, like at a at base thing, like he kind of had a moment. Who was he hanging out with? He was talking, flying with Poe, I think, right at the end of um, episode eight. It was like yeah. them. It was like Poe and Nine think, yeah. Nub just like talking flyboy stories. Yeah, or yeah. he was talking to somebody about. He it. was. He was in there, but he's got it right. Like it's it's. How do you have him floating around the background in the last two sequels? Yeah, trilogies? give, Not him, give a him a just, just. It's 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 what a two second moment in a in a like, two and a half hour and like that's it like you that's can't all that's it. we know lando's in the film you can't have lando in a film in the third film oh, of yeah. the trilogy and not have him interact oh, they have hanging, to have like nine of them never gets they to have, have to have a, have a secret lando. handshake how cool would that be however this is also directed <laughs> by the guy who didn't allow didn't have uh oh. chewy hug leia right so who knows with jj but i feel like maybe he's a little more <laughs> he well, knows about that right though. so now he's like maybe he's very conscious of it yeah, so we're yeah. definitely gonna get it i bet he has a department dedicated to that stuff yeah. now yeah. because like the um i mean so we've we've learned now that ray lightsaber absolutely presented in the you know star wars universe in like in a weird granular way we've seen it in two other places one is uh, Krull is his name? No, Tone Krull. Yeah, the the uh, Pong Krell. Pong Krell. Krell. Yeah. Pong Krell. Yeah. Thank you. Good memory. It. Yeah. No, it was good. And, but I was like, how do you forget the name Pong? Right. Like that's yeah. a funny name for anybody in the universe. But Pong Krell, which is the darkest arc in the Clone yeah, Wars animated series. Yeah. It's like Apocalypse Now. Yeah. It's fright. It's frightening. It it's, is Apocalypse yeah, Now. Actually, it is apocalypse. it's it's really it marks the. A big tonal shift in that series because I remember when I was going through it and I was during the morning, so I was exercising. I was like, I remember starting the first couple of seasons going, I remember this show being darker. When is it? And, oh, yep, uh, that's what it gets. That's, it's, it's always dark. the Pong Krell arc. Yeah, and then it kind of. Uh, I think a Mandalorian is going to be a lot like that to a degree. Yeah, with all that yeah. ass moths and Imperial characters. Yeah, I mean, we see a lot of heads on pikes. Just be like, this is going to yeah. be. I mean, and we see a body yeah. cut in half. I, I think that's great. Let's yeah. do this. <laughs> Let's do this. Like make make Star Wars as mature as you can you and know? alphabet squadron 
it deals with this to a degree too, where people have just mm-hmm. learned to be these lethal fighters, but now the war mm-hmm. has ended. And yeah. Where do these people, where does their yeah. story go after this? It's pretty right. Where do they fit in? So where's it? So Ben, you mentioned there's two, we got the Pong Krell. Is it the, the other one from rebels? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And so it was, um, that's a lot of spoilers for a lot of different things right here, but, um, it's the lead in inquisitor yeah. was a, uh, sentinel that had gone rogue out of, I mean, obviously all those used to be Jedi. Um, before they went dark side but he goes back it's like he was defeated but his spirit still guards like a jedi temple somewhere in the world it's pretty crazy but so his he still has a physical form even though he's deceased right because he fell in season one right and and right, a season one yeah for something but his spirit cabins. still exists in a force temple and i mean i can't even the words that are stumbling out of my mouth right now i, I guess i've never it actually said sense. this out loud. Right. it's hard to put this into words because he somehow interacts with the physical world to stop two inquisitors yeah, it might as have, a ghost but it might have been like force vision um caleb doom at that point yeah, like I he was so. he was yeah. in like another level anywho in this, we'll just call it a Force Vision with the Grand Inquisitor um, as back in his Sentinel form. Mm-hmm. Um, he has this, the exact same lightsaber. Yep. It's a they call it a Force Pike. Actually, mm-hmm. it's not like it's not like Mauls. It's much longer. It's like double the the length of Mauls in the middle. Um, you can't really tell that when Pongrel wields it because mm-hmm. Pongrel's huge and he has massive mitts. Right. Um, I think so, he has two of them too. And he has two of them. Yeah. <laughs> But it, you and, and he when he pulls them out, he like you know elongates them with on that hinge so quickly that you can't even see it. But actually, there's a really slick move that um, the Grand Inquisitor does um, with his that's really cool in the animated series. I had never seen someone ignite it the way Ray does in the Rise of Skywalker special look, where she ignites it and it's like you see two blades side by side. That was an interesting choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When it's ignited side by side, it's pretty cool. Yeah. We also see it. We actually see it in three places. Oh. We, is it the one where um, Kanan is fighting... Um, oop. It's okay. Let's play some free audio. Kanan's training against another person. And I think it's when he's... Oh. When he's... Uh, when he is... Oh, in, that is the Grand Inquisitor. Is that the Grand Inquisitor? No, that's yeah, the Grand Inquisitor. Grand Inquisitor. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we see it in two places. Two places. <laughs> yeah. That was what I was referring to. So I can remember if that was that. Yeah. And the lightsaber no. been around. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is so. Anyways, this is a long way of saying that JJ maybe like he's trying to tap into this legends lore and yeah. really going deep in trying to pull references from interesting places, right? Which I'm sure he's doing, and he's got the whole, um, you know, the whole Star Wars like well, team we know, at his like Chris, disposal yeah. well, and the yeah. and if you've heard, heard and, interviews with JJ, he's he talks about Chris Terrio, the other the co-writer of the movie is carrying around a binder of canon notes and lore. And I'm yeah. sure he's on the phone with Pablo every single day. Oh, yeah. Everyone's right. asking what Pablo does yeah. all the time. I'm sure he's talking Story to Chris Terrio yeah. every single day yeah. about the choices they've made right. and, ha- and how it affects the lore and the canon. If but, you uh, have them at your disposal, you use them. Yeah. And, uh, and I think, as, as it should be, I think if you are making a Star Wars film, you have to be, you have to at least... Yeah. I mean, That would be the most fun I don't for me. It's just like, let's right. like, what's it at disposal? What can we do with everything? Yeah. Yeah. What's the mo- what's going to be the most effective reference we can make here? Yeah. So. 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 Uh, looking forward. We have three more Age of Resistance coming out in the next three weeks. We get uh, first. We get um, Rose. Then we get Snoke. Then we get Ray. Yeah. 
We are getting very close, guys, yeah. very close. to the film. There's going to be, I think that we're going to get some serious lore bombs in these, especially Snake yeah. and Ray. Yeah, and they're going to be Ray some comes out, It's going to be exact, almost exactly three months from... Oh, let's jump into a quick lore bomb. Um, <laughs> someone noticed in the uh, the trailer, in the, the special look from D23, that Ray has a ring on. Right. Oh, yeah. It looks like there's also a dark gem. Just like Space Snoke's jewelry. Gem. Yeah. Snoke's ring also has oh, a dark gem yeah. as right. well. And it's said to be the kind of obsidian stone from Mustafar, from Vader's yep. castle and Vader Immortal. I think Vader Immortal is a great place to look if you want to learn more about Snoke and the dark side at this point. Because we're going underneath that castle now. We're learning yeah. the force with Vader. Yeah. And, and uncovering the hist- uncovering the past of that planet. It's such an interesting way. And I think, you know, that castle and the, 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 the space beneath that castle, there's a lot of secrets there. Yeah. And... Um, I wonder if this new dark ray is, you know, tapped into that. Tapped at all. into that. Has gone to Mustafar. Has Maybe. visited Mustafar. Yeah. It'd be interesting. I wonder. I mean, there's so many ways that stuff can go. Yep. She could be like she could be light side, but just have that thing. Like maybe it was just utilitarian. Sure. She just needed a lightsaber crystal. Yeah. yeah. And like took wounded, um, you know, uh, Kylo's lightsaber and, and just like turned it into that thing. Has used. Red lightsabers in the past. She's in the Force yeah. of Awakening. I mean, the Last yeah, Jedi. Last Jedi, yeah. which is a great scene. Yeah. I mean, which is probably teasing what we're about yeah. to see. Yeah. Um, we shall see. We only have like a hundred and some odd days left. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty I just, I just do think it's really pretty savvy of Disney to drop this bomb, but like with Ray, because it's just fun to think about and talk about. Like, it doesn't matter if it was all a big joke or like if you only see it in a vision. It's yeah. like. It's going to be in our hearts and minds for the next four months, and mm-hmm. uh, and so thus it'll be part of yeah. the pantheon of Rafe like lore that yeah. forever, and mm-hmm. you know people will it, it, people will be doing Dark Side Ray yeah. for Halloween for the rest of time. Yep, and um, it'll be cool. I mean, the next trailer just shouldn't touch it. Just honestly, the next trailer just don't touch any of the Jedi stuff. Yeah, focus on Poe. Focus on Finn. Focus on the other stuff to be like, yeah, we'll show you a little bit what else is happening, and then you just have no idea. This should be the last thing we hear about Force. Yeah. See, if you think of, if we've seen Dark Ray, do you think do you think we have the chance of seeing a light Ben Solo? Like, I hope so. Come back sure. to the light side because yeah. I, I, I have we this weird gut feeling that something major is going to happen in the first act. We talked about this a little bit off air, and that Kylo could turn good right away right. after being maybe, you know, if being we're... defeated by Ray. If we're going to get a turn, I hope it's early, because I just don't want a third act turn again, because that just seems too what, on the nose. What if Kylo comes around early? It's just like, yeah, you yeah. know what? I can't do this. Yeah. Fights Rey, who's going off the rails dark side, right. defeats Rey, yeah. takes her lightsaber, which he feels to be his own, but maybe carelessly leaves his own behind. Yeah. And they trade. And like, that's it. And so, yeah. but she takes his lightsaber and turns it into her own special yeah, thing. Right. Because it has an unstable blade, similar. Yeah, and I feel like there might be two crystals. Like, there's some sort of unique mechanics in there. That's what makes like he needs the. That's what makes me think it's a vision, though. Because how would you get two cracked crystals in both hilts? It's kind of bizarre, right? When there's only only one cracked crystal we know about, he takes that lightsaber and brings it back to his mom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then he's there, and completely broken, lost. Yeah. Everything he tr- attempted to do with his life and going a different direction and being this rogue, dark spirit yeah. failed. And now yeah. he's picking up the pieces. And he's yeah. at the rise of Skywalker. I mean, Leia's lost her husband, her brother, 
give her a sun back. Right. And it'd be really nice for that they need to, to have that moment. Of just like, yeah, her planet, her, her home, everything, her mother, everything. father. Oh, yeah, the whole planet. Like, let her, whatever her arc is, I don't think we're going to, I don't think she's going to die in this film. I think they're just going to let her. But let last yeah. thing we see with Leia at least have a moment of peace with a loved one. Oh, it'd man. be cool if she doesn't die at the end of this movie. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. Leia lives. Hashtag, Leia lives. Hashtag, hashtag Leia, Leia lives, lives forever. Yeah. Wow, we really went through it today, guys. Did a great <laughs> job. Hey, everyone, thanks so much for listening to us. I can't believe you did, um, but thank you. And um, we're going to be back in next week, and who knows what's yeah. what it's going to bring. So uh, again, again, thanks again, and uh, may the Force be with you. This is Grex Kondak signing off. For the latest breaking news, follow at Core World News on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you, and good night. Remember, the Force will be with you. Always.